0: Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com. Today, our guest is Dr. Alex Lassard. Alex has studied theology as an undergraduate at the University of St. Thomas in Minnesota with Don Briel, the founder of Catholic Studies Movement. He is an adjunct professor in the Institute for Catholic School Leadership at St. Paul Seminary. He and his wife, Angela, now support the renewal of Catholic liberal education and culture through their nonprofit, Adeodatus. And uh, Dr. Lassard, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you very much, Cheek and Jeff. Uh, Very happy to be here.
0: Well, you know, before we get into Adeodatus and what you're doing and all the great things with the conference you know, you'd know, you written an article just, just the other day, got published, Catholic Education in the 21st Century. And you talk about how in the mid-1800s, uh, bishops met, I think it was like three times, to talk about the importance of Catholic education and why that has to be a major focus uh, in the early stages of the United States. Maybe you can talk a little bit about why they thought it was so important and kind of what they did to put their money where their mouth was.
1: Uh, Yes, that um, uh, Father Peter Stravinskis um, has spoken of this as the 1886 uh, moment where the the bishops of America uh, who had met at the three Baltimore conferences, the plenary conferences, culminated that work with a mandate that every Catholic parish have a Catholic school, and effectively, that every Catholic student be in a Catholic school. And they, they were already concerned about the connection between uh, education and the state. Uh, they were already concerned. At that point, there was even, you know, there was the concern that, the, that Catholics were going to be proselytized through the King James Bible. Uh, versus uh, the uh, the uh, so there was there was a but but on the positive side, it's the it's just the the understanding that uh, parents are not only given the blessing of children, but with that blessing comes the obligation to educate them. Uh, that is right at, in the heart of, of uh, canon law, um, and, you know that, that stems from the Genesis uh, blessing in the garden. And so they they were uh, they were concerned to as a minority in America uh, under you know what would become very serious attacks in the Know Nothing movement uh, later, but were already in place um, uh, kind of you know anti-Catholic prejudice uh, that that the. That the faith will be brought up uh, in the in the faith and in the full formation of Catholic education. And I think we're uh, we're so far <laughs> we're our our uh, our moment is is uh is a much more uh significant moment than that moment, which still had a Christian uh cultural base um that we can no longer assume.
0: Well, it's interesting because right around that time, or actually just a little before that, right, Marx and Engel were doing the Communist Manifesto. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you you're, you can understand how important education is when you see how important the progressive movement knows that it is, right? If you just go back to even, mm-hmm. you know, Bella Dodd and what she was doing about infiltrating the uh, teachers union in New York and trying to mm-hmm. really attack children and and – and almost brainwash them right into a a different way of thinking. It's unfortunately that as a Catholic community, we don't share that same emphasis, or maybe we're starting to, but there was a great lull Mm -hmm. where we didn't take it as seriously as we should. Should, Isn't that right?
1: Yes. And and it was both. um, uh, I'd say it's, it's at least two factors there. One is, kind of the uh, the chip on on the shoulder which you want to be like the the uh, the elite uh, uh, education and uh, you know, you want to be like the Ivies, you want Cal- Catholics want to fit in and there's there so there is that uh, there has definitely been that 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 movement especially since uh, the Land of the lakes declaration but but I I read a, a A historian named Smith, I think, who uh, identified this in the Catholic Church much earlier in America, that there was there was just people got beaten down by the anti-Catholic prejudice, um, especially the ethnically based prejudice against Irish and Italians and Poles. Um, and they, and they did want to be, they not only wanted to be Americans, they wanted to be accepted. And sometimes it's, uh, you know, it becomes easier to, uh, imitate what, uh, what the culture at large presents you than to make a distinct contribution that doesn't, uh, lose your identity as Catholics, um, but then, as, you, as you say, on the other side, there was a kind of complacency as well, uh, where, uh, we, we let a great, um, the biggest educational system in the world, uh, shrink from 1965 to, uh, just the last couple of years, the, the, um, attendance at Catholic schools has started to turn back up. But in, in essence, it's, it's a shrinkage of 75%. Uh, since 1965. If you count, if you take that on a percentage basis per capita, as the, as the population of Catholics continue to grow, the number of schools went from 6,500 Catholic schools. Uh, that's cut over half. Uh, it, uh, and then the total number of Catholic students, uh, is, I'd say 75% is a conservative estimate. Um, And in California, for instance, where I'm where I'm speaking from, uh, only one out of 13 students, uh, Catholic students is in a Catholic school. Now, that's that's that speaks to complacency as well as as maybe, uh, you know, the 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 the, uh, desire to fit in.
0: Well, we see right in the public school system, right, God has been taken out of the equation. And when you take God out of the equation, right, we. We lose our identity. Right. And then anything goes and we don't reach the potential we're called to reach when we don't realize about our innate dignity and what God is calling us to. And so when we mm-hmm. allow that to happen in the public sector, it's no wonder that we have all the you know, transgender ideology. We have all these things being promoted because once God comes out of the picture, it becomes a huge vacuum, doesn't it?
1: It does. And you, you touched on the exact thing that Catholic education has more than anyone else, and that's an understanding of the human person created in the image and likeness of God with, an, with a dignity that's conveyed by that, uh, by that uh, image of the divine persons in us. Uh, and we have the opportunity at this moment to reassert that uh, that Christ at the heart of of education, at the heart of Catholic education, uh, is our not not only are we made in in the image and likeness, uh, he's our brother, and we are his and we are God's uh, children. So there's a a tremendous moment to reassert the centrality of the human person um, and the path. Towards perfection that every person is called to as a child of God.
0: Well, and I think that's why, and we, you know, I love to talk, uh, spend some time talking about your uh, Deodatus conference uh, that's coming up. And really, with that focus on education, really kind of feeding the educators so they can learn from one another mm-hmm. about what's successful and what isn't successful. And I know the classical model mm-hmm. is a piece of that. But really, Mm -hmm. maybe you can talk Mm -hmm. a little bit about uh, this nonprofit that you started, the the series of three years of conferences Mm -hmm. that you have going on, and what's kind of, what's your purpose and your ideal goal for putting this together?
1: Thank you. Uh, Yes, the catalyst for starting this nonprofit uh, was the death of of three of my greatest teachers and friends in education, all within a 40-day period at the start of 2018. I studied with Don Briel, as you mentioned earlier. I uh, got to St. Thomas the same year he did as a teacher, and we were friends. Um, you know, I was able to thankfully I was able to uh, see him just before his death uh, in in Minneapolis. Um, and then uh, Father Matthew Lamb was my doctoral dissertation director. Uh, that was at Boston College, but he later founded the graduate programs in theology at Ave Maria. Um, and then uh, the financial donor uh, for both St. Augustine Academy and St. Monica Academy, uh, which we helped start in Pasadena 22 years ago, and then also a school in Irving, Texas, Faustina Academy, uh, that was a third, the third uh, friend uh, who died at that point. And I felt that, the, first off, these are, these are massive losses um, uh, to, the, to the renewal movement. In uh, in Catholic education at multiple levels, and we we should do something to try to uh, carry on their work. Um, and as I cast about to find what we might be called to do, um, I, I started teaching, uh, uh, speaking, writing, and, and teaching again uh, on the cat on Catholic schools, and uh, and and came up with the idea of celebrating uh, the entire tradition uh, and it's and it's renewal over these last really hundred plus years where there's a remote preparation in people like Chesterton and Christopher Dawson and uh, Charles DeConnick, uh up in Laval uh, and th- there are, there are these these great um, initial renewal um, uh, catalysts and then in the last Fifty years, you really have you start to see the fruit of the ideas uh, that were that were um, uh, being uh, that were percolating uh, with John Senior and and uh, uh, Jacques Maritain and Luigi Giussani and and uh, and even the uh, the broader cultural. Um, uh, inputs like Mortimer Adler and Jacques Barzon, and then you get uh, Thomas Aquinas College founded in in nineteen seventy one uh, with Ron MacArthur and the Burquist uh, uh, Mark burquist and and all sorts of things happening uh you know with uh, with the renewal uh, with uh, various colleges like Dallas and Christendom and Franciscan and Wyoming Catholic and you Mary. Um, and then the Catholic Studies program at uh, at St. Thomas, and so we wanted to celebrate that renewal, which is paired, with, you know, and, that, and that's kind of at the the uh, scholarly and then practical level from from uh, thinkers down. But then, you know, c- completely complementary to this has been the uh, parent led and laity led. Independent school movement, homeschool movement, charter school movement, which uh, are they're coming together now. And and as I think you I think you hit on 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 uh, this very nicely that the classical model is part of this, but we have the whole tradition to draw from, and that includes you know, starting with Jesus the teacher. Uh, Aristotle, Augustine, Benedict, Francis, Saint Dominic, Ignatius, Cardinal Newman, uh, John you know, De La Salle, Don Bosco—you you go through the entire. You've you got the Bible first, and then you can go back to Plato and Aristotle and Homer and Virgil and the epics, and you've got an entire tradition to draw from, uh, including the Carmelites and the and the Salesians uh, and the you know. It, it, there's just so much. Um, and it's it, 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 first we want to celebrate all of that and then talk about give practical, uh, practical advice to teachers at the elementary and secondary level uh, to, on the importance of these figures today in their classroom, as well as f- for headmasters and pastors uh, to for the culture of their school.
0: Well, you know, you you talk about, you know, those great minds and thinkers, you know, going all back, you know, Plato all the way on. And, you know, it does really remind us we we are at a really critical juncture where um, critical thinking is not something people do anymore. Right. They. They, they get their news, they get whatever they get on social media, and they're just basically parrots, you know, parroting what they hear. And so the importance of mm-hmm. teaching our students to think critically for themselves and to be able to discern things and, and weigh things out is so critical in a time where mm-hmm. everybody wants to just create lemming that'll just go wherever they tell them.
1: Yeah, uh, and and the way the way to counteract that it uh, education is a set of friendships uh and and it's 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 teacher you know t- the highest level of teaching is is friendship with god uh where you're bringing you're bringing your your friends together in this Love of the good and the true and the beautiful and, and the love of the perfection of, of each person, uh, on that path to happiness and ultimate beatitude. Uh, so, and what comes with that is real discourse. Uh, that's a, what you just said. It's, it, it's a perfect, um, characterization of a, of a, of a world that no longer actually engages the truth. Um, and, and engages the challenge that that uh, that modern philosophy and and uh, and modern science might present to uh to a to a Catholic education. Uh, there's nothing that we can't handle. And if you don't, but if you don't start handling it in conversational, uh, charitable ways with your teachers and family and friends, uh, then you end up with the, this politicized and ideological, um, really uh, unintelligent because there isn't reason involved. It's simply emotions and and uh, will that uh, start to take over. So uh, we are at that moment, I think, where uh, this, this great renewal that's been uh, building is now really accelerating. The demand is high uh, because parents saw a lot of things they didn't, they may have been complacent before, but fewer of them are today because they saw what was happening in their classrooms, uh, in the COVID period. So we're, we're at a moment where we can, uh, I'd say pour jet fuel on this and really, uh, get p- parents excited, uh, communities, parishes excited, uh, to, uh, to, to retrieve the tradition, bring it to their, uh, to their classrooms today. And renew this uh, for the for the for the next generation.
0: Well, and I have uh, I have a daughter who's a Dominican, and they have several of the sisters getting their you know master's degree in humanities at the University of Dallas with their conse- mm-hmm. with their concentration in classical education. And I know that mm-hmm. they you know one mm-hmm. of the schools where my daughter out in Bremerton went to classical model a couple of years ago, and people were kind of like they didn't really know what to expect but now that it's been incorporated a couple of years, the teachers are excited, the families are excited. It Mm -hmm. really does shine a different light on education that we haven't seen in a while. And so it's good to hear that there is this revival movement going on.
1: Yes, and Denver is a terrific place for this. Um, uh, The Augustine Institute has just launched a similar uh, master's in Catholic studies, uh, in Catholic education. Uh, that, uh, Jeff Lehman is coming from Dallas to run. Uh, he'll be speaking at our conference. That's, uh, that's kind of a late edition. Uh, he'll speak on Boethius. Uh, but, uh, you've got the Augustine Institute. You've got Our Lady of Lourdes. Uh, you've got, uh, the new John Paul the Great, uh, uh school, um, okay. uh, with that beautiful, that beautiful building being rehabbed. Um, yep, and you've got you've got Chester, you've got a couple Chestern academies. You've you've got a, a richness there, and I, I've been talking to uh, Elias Mu about uh, about uh, making our our uh, video curriculum and and some you know the supplements that we'll add to our, our our library that comes out of this conference available to all of those schools and the independents. So.
0: Well, it's—I mean, it's—it's it's great with the things that are going on, and I knew I—I I don't want to forget this. So, how can people find out about the conference? And maybe you can talk about some of the speakers. We've had several of the speakers on this show uh, over the course yeah. of the last few years. So, how can people look at, find out online? How can they sign up and 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 really understand about this three-year process you have?
1: Yeah, great. So the first year is the major figures of the Catholic educational tradition and its renewal. We start with Jesus the teacher and the Holy Spirit, our advocate, uh, who helps us along the way uh, with Mikhail Waldstein speaking on, on on Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Uh, then we have Andrew Kern speaking on Homer and Virgil, James Matthew Wilson on Plato, Ed Fazer on Aristotle. Mike Foley on Saint Augustine, uh, the former um, assistant uh, uh, within the Archdiocese of Denver in formation. Jared Stout uh, speaking on education in the Bible, uh, and, and Father Spitzer on Ignatius. Uh, Joe Heschmeyer on De La Salle in Bosco, and we and Dale Alquist on Chesterton, and we just uh, Andrew Seely on on Christopher Dawson, Mike Naughton on Don Briel, and then we finish, and that's not all, but uh, and we finished the conference with Potter Edmund Baldstein talking about uh, Ron MacArthur and uh, the Berquist brothers. There were three brothers who all contributed to uh, this renewal of Catholic education, uh, as well as Jack Newmeyer, and so the, the founders of TAC, as well as other, um, uh, other organizations. Uh, so... Our website is adeodatus.com, and that's just, you know, uh, St. Augustine's son was named Adeodatus Gift of God or Given by God. Uh, He was a brilliant young student and died very early, like 15 or 16, but shows up in some of Augustine's uh, Kesikyakum Dialogues. And uh, that's our our patron, along with St. Augustine and Monica and uh, Jesus and Mary. And then... um, we have both in-person attendance, and we would love to have as many uh, people in Pasadena next month as, as possible. Um, we have a terrific hotel rate at a, a luxurious hotel, the Westin, uh, available until this uh, coming Friday, and uh, that's under 200 a day in a city where those rooms are selling for seven or 800 now. Um, But we also have streaming options for individuals and schools, and those are all described at adeodatus.com. Next year, we'll turn to curriculum and and pedagogy and and culture, uh, themes and principles. And then our third year is going to be a set of conversations among uh, many wise uh, and and holy uh, Catholic educators and leaders. As we can bring together just conversations about the future, uh, how we can how we can continue to revitalize uh, the parochial system.
0: You know, it would be helpful, you know, almost kind of like the Cardinal Newman Society does with colleges, Uh, because if you you know somebody says, like, I have a Catholic, I go to a Catholic school that can mean almost anything anymore. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. it would almost be Mm -hmm. nice to have almost like your imprimatur, so to speak. On schools, you know, maybe as you get as as this matures and this this uh, nonprofit that you uh, put together, a deodatus matures, that people can see that this is a truly Catholic school. Unfortunately, you know, we have some schools, you know, teaching gender ideology, pronouns, and other things. So it would be nice if you guys could almost be like the 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 center of. Which schools are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and leading people towards God as opposed to the culture? Maybe that's down the road, but it would be really helpful to parents. I well, think, to have that. It's
1: it's uh, it, it, that that's a, a perfect idea, and it's already under under uh, way with the Cardinal Newman Society. Uh, uh, Patrick Riley and his wife will be here, and uh, we will be partners uh, going forward. They're a major sponsor of our first conference, and we will be doing, you know, he's already working on bringing uh, the Newman Guide to secondary and elementary Catholic schools, as well as to graduate schools. So this is a terrific development, and uh, we're very excited to work to collaborate with Patrick and the Cardinal Newman Society uh, going forward. Well, that's
0: good to hear, because it really is, it's, it's hard to figure out what the heck's going on anymore. And to have a watchdog group that, that kind of lets parents know, okay, this is, this is authentic. Your, your kids are going to get what they deserve and learn about Christ and, and, and who they are and what they're called to be. And it's, it's such an important uh, development at this day and time that even though it's growing, in order for that jet fuel to really catch, it needs a catalyst like yourself to, to really ignite this.
1: Yeah, it's a perfect time, and there are one of the wonderful blessings that you find as you as you talk to people um, is how many things you didn't know about that are really good and really great at uh, developments. There are so many schools I didn't know about before I started promoting this, uh, and so many uh, organizations as well uh, that I hope we can bring uh, those organizations together to really support um all the needs that that parents have in various places, like places that have a good high school, but they need better grade schools or the opposite. Uh, I find that quite often. And, and that is part of what we're we're starting to talk to people about how to fill in uh, what's partially reformed and renewed, but not fully. So, uh, it, yes, there's so much work to be done. And uh, if we if we uh, can get Uh, all these great organizations together uh, to meet the the needs of parents um, and and parishes. Uh, We will be doing um, the kind of work that my great friends uh, started.
0: I think they would be excited about it if they were here today. And just a reminder, the conference is June 21st through 24th in Southern California. Again, maybe you can, we're down to about the last minute, maybe you can remind people of the website and uh, just encourage yes. them to sh- uh, to show up and participate.
1: Thank you. Uh, we 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 will be at a beautiful church, St. Andrew's Church in Old Town Pasadena. Archbishop Gomez will say a mass. Uh, Bishop uh, Friar from Orange County will say our closing mass. All details are at uh, adeodatus.com, dot uh, And if you can't make it, we have streaming options and those. Uh, videos will be professionally produced, with all sorts of other uh, supplementary materials available to teachers and parents and all friends of Catholic education, uh, all you know, forever.
0: If you like the content of these shows that we produce on a weekly basis, please prayerfully consider supporting us. Go to ccdenver.org, click on the donate button, and then click on Respect Life Denver to support this programming. Respect Life Radio is produced by Catholic Charities in the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, you can listen to all of our shows at respectliferadio.com.